We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So how would this trip end up? And the day started with promise for the Mets when Brandon Nimmo laced one the other way for a triple. However, it would be overturned because umpire Angel Hernandez called the play dead when the ball was stopped briefly by the padding of the left field wall, Nimmo was given a double to lead off the game. Mark Canna was then hit by a pitch, giving the Mets first and second and no out in the first inning in the middle of the order up. However, Francisco Lindor meekly popped out. Pete Alonso got under a hanging curveball to fly out the shallow left. And then Darren Ruff struck out, so the Mets squandered a potentially good start. The Marlins got a two-out double in the first against Taiwan Walker, but that was it. He has pitched well against the Marlins this year with a 3-0 and record work into the sixth in each of his four starts. He was hoping that this would be uh, the, the start of a turnaround after he left his previous start with a blister, got through the first okay. The second inning saw the debut of prospect Mark Vientos. The Miami native was the designated hitter today and came to the plate with one on and one out after a Jeff McNeil single, but unfortunately struck out in his first major league at bat. McNeil stole second. He then went to third on a wild pitch, and after Tomas Nito worked out a two-out walk, it would be Brandon Nimmo coming to the plate for a second time with big things on his mind. Two and one to Nimmo. Now the pitch. Swing a high fly ball. Well hit to right. Back goes Anderson. And there she goes. Home run, Brandon Nimmo. A three-run home run into the seats beyond a little grassy knoll out there. In right center field, they hit it beyond the 387 mark. That's about 400 feet worth of home run from Brandon Nimmo. The only place that got wedged was in somebody's glove in the stands. For Brandon, his 14th home run of the year, the Mets are leading by a score of 3 to nothing. And Nimmo passes 200 career RBIs with that blast as well, starting things off with a bullet in the first, the blast in the second to give the Mets the 3 nothing lead. And that was the turning point of the game. Listen to WCBS 880 tomorrow during sports in the 8 a.m. hour for your chance to win. If the 88th caller can correctly identify the turning point of the game, they'll win a prize package that includes a pair of Mets tickets. The turning point is sponsored by Riverhead Building Supply with 13 locations on Long Island. They're everywhere you are and online at rbscorp.com. Walker retired the side in order in the second, bolstering the strong start. Francisco Lindor then let off the third, getting hit by a pitch. After retiring the next two batters, Jesus Lazardo walked another batter with two outs and would pay once again with Jeff McNeil at the plate with two on and two out. Lefty-lefty the pitch. McNeil lines towards center field. That's going to get down a base hit. Lindor rounds third, heads for the plate. Blade throws it in. Lindor scores. He comes home standing up. Jack McNeil has a two-out RBI single. The Mets making Lozardo pay for his wildness here in the third, and they have built a four-to-nothing lead. What a day it was for McNeil. Mark Vientos followed by hitting the ball hard, but lining out to the warning track to end the inning. The Mets, however, increased their lead to 4 to nothing. Walker worked another strong 1-2-3 inning, finishing the third with a strikeout of John Birdie, his sixth of the first nine outs recorded. The Mets added another in the fourth. They had the bases loaded, spelling the end for Marlins starter in that fourth inning for a second straight day. Huskar Brazoban came on for Jesus Lazardo. Pete Alonso was the first man he faced. 
faced, and Alonzo grounded into a fielder's choice to make it 5 nothing. and Darren Ruff struck out again as the Mets weren't able to add any more. Walker's shutout bid, however, would come to an end shortly thereafter on the first pitch at the bottom of the fourth to Brian Anderson. As the bottom of the fourth begins, Brian Anderson leads off. First pitch hit in the air, center field, pretty deep. Nimmo's back, he's still going. He's near the warning track, he's at the wall, and it's gone. Home run, Brian Anderson. That ball, the first pitch of the inning, hit the straightaway center field. Nimmo kept drifting back, but eventually ran out of room. As the Marlins get on the board, Anderson hits his seventh homer. The Mets lead is now 5-1. to one. Walker got it up a little. Anderson's seventh homer of the year put the Marlins on the board. The fifth inning brought a familiar refrain for the Mets, who had two men on after Vientos flied out again before Tomas Nito would add to the lead. Now the pitch to Nito. Breaking ball line towards third. Fair ball. Base hit going into the left field corner. Escobar will score easily from second. Digging for third. McNeil, they're going to wave him in. And Rojas will not make a relay throw. McNeil scores from first. And standing at second with a two-run double is Tomas Nito. And the Mets have a 7-1 to lead. And they extend their lead after the Marlins got one back. The bottom of the Mets order on this road trip had been red hot, and the offensive production they got from Nito and McCann this week had to be encouraging as that one made it 7-1. to one. Walker continued his strong start getting through the fifth in order, adding his seventh strike out of the day. Uh, number eight came to end the sixth, getting Garrett Cooper. He got two more in the seventh to match a season high with ten and looked more and more like the pitcher of the first half today with seven strong innings, allowing a run on five hits. He walked none. He was unbeatable against the Marlins this year, and that continued today. And for his length, working seven strong innings, not to mention the performance, Walker gets the save of the game presented by Margaret Teets Nursing and Rehabilitation Center. Seth Lugo had looked more like the Seth Lugo of old lately, but came into the game in the eighth after not pitching since Wednesday and had a tough time. He gave up a one-out single to John Birdie before Anderson added to his big day. Birdie has 32, and he's missed a lot of time. First ball swinging. Anderson drives one deep to right and gone. Brian Anderson shoots one into the lower level seats in right field, jumping on the first pitch from Seth Lugo. Anderson, a two-run homer, his second home run of the game. And the Mets' lead is 7-3, to three, and that might start to make the decision of Buck Showalter a little bit easier for him. Anderson was the lone bright spot for the Marlins today, driving in all three runs with the two home runs. The game well out of reach, though, in the ninth, but the Mets decided to flex their muscle a little when Eduardo Escobar put a punctuation point on this season, on this series. The 1-0 hit deep to right by Escobar. Back goes Anderson, and there it goes. Eduardo Escobar continues to rake, particularly from the left side. He hits a curveball out into the lower level seats in right field for his 17th home run of the year, his second hit of the game, and the Mets increase their lead to 8-3. to three. All of a sudden, you can't get Escobar out. What a span it has been for him since coming off the injured list on August the 27th. It's almost as if, though, that little brief spell out has certainly given him time to clear his head and also get his body right for this stretch run. However, the Mets' power did not end there. There was still one more to go before things would be settled, and Tomas Nito finally gets into the home run column. The 0-1 to Nito. Swinging a high fly ball, well hit to center. Back goes Bladet onto the track in front of the fence. He jumps, he can't get it. It's a home run for Nito. 
onto the grassy knoll directly behind the 400 foot mark in straightaway center field and finally Tomas Nito has his first home run of the year second home run in this inning against Tommy Nance and the Mets now lead it nine to three and Nito's been waiting all year for that and for that, you have to just give him the smash of the game for his first homer. Today's smash of the game presented by Smashburger, 100% certified Angus beef burgers, fries, shakes, and more. Nito gave the Mets a lot more today. Three hits and three RBIs, and now all that remained was finishing it off in the bottom of the ninth. The Mets did just fine. The 0-1. Bouncing ball to second. Could end the game. McNeil up with it. Reaches to tag. Blade throws to first. Double play. Put it in the box. So the Mets have taken two of three from the Marlins here in Miami. It assures that they will come home in first place in the National League East. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.